Well, well, well. Welcome to Chasing Descent. Oi! I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Trying to steal my space. That's my bit. No, no, That's children. Let's play nice. Let's play Jesus nice. Nice. <laughs> Trying to steal my bit already. Oh no, he's had a little bit of surgery. Oh, let's quickly get in there. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll pop his clogs. I'll take his. No, Adam, no, no. So well, well, well. Good evening, John, and good evening, Adam. Good evening. How are we both? Uh, Very well, thank you. As well as can be expected. Yep, yep. Good, good, um, good. I've I've removed my dressings and I've got a quite. My my, be my belly button is. I should have downloaded that that sound. Dinian. I was going to download that. They sewed it back on wonky. Yeah, a little bit. I, it, it's got a cut. That's all. It's a cut all the way down into it. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! They went in through your belly button. Yeah, no, belly no, they come out through his belly button. Wow! They went through his ass. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so if any of you were just watching the old pre-roll there, you might have seen the wonderful Phoebe. Phoebe. We love Phoebe here on this show, don't you? Um, no, we, we, we're kind of on Telegram, but we're not because... Because we, we can't be bothered with it. Time to use it, to be honest. But the wonderful Phoebe from Just Stop Oil, who is claiming, and Just Stop Oil are claiming on her behalf, that she was simply arrested for sitting on a pavement. No, Phoebe, you were arrested for breaching your bail conditions. Mm -hmm. That's what you were arrested for. Phoebe is on bail. I think this is not the first time she has breached her bail conditions as well. Um, my friends painted a building. So your friends committed criminal damage. Um, and then you went and what? Went, woo, criminal damage. But you were at the site. You were, you were party to it, Phoebe. And, um, nobody cares. <laughs> so speaking about, speaking about people getting arrested, right, Abby Roberts got arrested and everybody's gone into a bloody meltdown over it. What's all that about? Yeah. Right. So, right, so... Right. Uh, and I've seen the video of her arrest. Yeah. I've seen the video. Yeah, and I thought, I thought the cop was quite reasonable, to be fair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he did give her a warning, and he told her to stop swearing. He told her she couldn't swear in mm -hmm. public. And mm. from my recollection, and considering I've re I'd arrested at least tens, if not hundreds of people for very similar things... You can't really go around swearing in public because it's called a breach of the peace. Mm. Well, I believe they they arrested her for a public order act or a public order offence. Um, uh huh. And, and do you know what? Oh, it's as, not. As it's not a question of stifling our speech. Everyone's entitled to speak, or they should be. But um, but you should you shouldn't be using profane language in public, especially when there's. But, Especially that's when people and kids slope, are about. No, it's not a slippery slope. It's, it's not a slippery slope. Well, wait, hold on. I'll tell you why it's not. Because it's always right. been the case. Right? It's right. always been the case. So it's not a slippery slope. Because okay. we've always had it. Okay, so I'll tell you where I see it as a slippery slope. Because it, it once again falls into whoever's in charge can de decide what is and is not profane. And well, right, right, okay. Now, now you're being a wee bit, a wee bit disingenuous, right? Because let's face well, it, yes no. we all know the words, right? We all know the words, right? 
Okay. We'll start with F, B, and C. You use them, you're going to get lifted in my book. Uh, and I don't think that should be the case. Well, I'm a free speech absolutely. You, you, you may, you, you're entitled to your opinion, but if you use those words and I was an officer of the law in public and you were using them, you were told to desist and you continue using them and the members of the public and there were obviously people offended by them and, and put into a state of fear and alarm, I would arrest you for a breach of the peace. Do you think then, John, that she went there deliberately to yeah. do that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so think? Truth Over Lies says, I only say on rare exceptions that it's okay to swear in front of children. But then at the end of the day, um, how many children were present outside the whitewash that is the Kuth Inquiry? It doesn't I matter. not see any in the video. It doesn't matter. You're in public, right? You have to... Yeah. I mean, we're, we're supposed to be a civilized society, right? We're supposed to, and and don't get me started on walking around naked and things like that, right? But we're supposed to walk around with a little bit of decorum and a little bit of, of pride in ourselves and our country. And, and I might sound like an old fart here, but if you're going to let standards slip to the point where everybody's walking around shouting and swearing at each other, then, you know, well, it's, it's the end times, isn't it? It's decadence. It, it, it's, it's, it's funny though, isn't it? Because we're we're allowed to watch whatever we like on TV, yeah, and that's broadcast to you know to the whole country effectively. And yet, when it comes to actually saying well, it no, on the street not. corner, you see, can't do that. See, it's not though. Because, you have a choice to watch it. Yeah, you have a choice to watch it, and yeah, um, the the majority of adult content is ke is still kept till after nine o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, there is a watershed, isn't there? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, well, I understand. I well, I certainly understand your point. I I do. I mean, but then let's say okay. So you see standards in that respect slipping as well. So, for example, if a film from the British Board of Film Classification wants to obtain a twelve rating, so twelve or below, right? Um, a twelve A, they're called in this day and age. Uh, they're allowed one fuck. So they're allowed one fuck right. in a 12. Now. You want to demonetize to us, fine. Just keep going. <laughs> you want to do that, that's fine. I'm just just let me know where thing. we stand, right? You're allowed to say the occasional... <laughs> yes, but you're repeating content. it. And when you start doing okay. that, you know what happens, right? Okay. We'll end up in YouTube jail. Yeah. But, 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 but the point I'm trying to make with this, and I won't use the word again, but the point I'm trying to make with this <laughs> is it used to be the case that you weren't allowed any to obtain that age rating. Mm -hmm. But you see the standard slipping. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the end times. This is the beginning of the end. And I've, I've been banging on about it for ages. Standards are slipping across the board. I mean, you, mm. you, there's always been a difference in standards between England and Scotland, right? And and when I'm talking about not swearing in public, I'm applying the law as it sits in Scotland, right? So yeah. if someone came up to me and swore at me as a police officer in Scotland, they would have one chance, and that was that. You, you swear at me again, you get the jail, and they get told that, and then they get the jail, right? Yeah. And the same thing goes if they're wandering down the street shouting and swearing at people, they get the jail, right? If they don't take their turn, they get the jail. Now, um, truth over lies. If a man was to come up and smack your wife, well, hold on, that's a completely different. That's a completely different scenario, right? That's not what we're, we're talking, talking about, about here. We're talking yeah. about context, I guess. Yeah, and I think context matters in all. In of all course, it does. Of, of all of this, um, because, uh, like for example, when I called the police officer who dislocated both of my shoulders the c word, 
I mm. think that was completely warranted because he had dislocated both <laughs> well, of my shoulders. Uh, but that point, it didn't matter anyway because you were getting arrested anyway, so it wasn't going to make any yeah. difference. It just added, it just yeah. probably got another charge added. <laughs> I still don't have any charges except for that one. <laughs> you don't know what. Yeah, I know, I know. But so anyway. how this is going to court, I don't know. But it's got to get dropped. It's crazy. I don't. I don't see how you. Can, I don't see how you can be taken to court for that. Anyway, well, but, I might but we'll find out. The country. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. So I think. Um, I, I mean, you know, Abby. I mean, it's like. I'm not saying anything against her, but I think she did it deliberately. Yeah, she, of course she did it deliberately because she went there to get. Did you she went the there to, to promote her cause, mm. and by promoting her cause, she wanted to get arrested to promote her cause because it makes it a bigger story. Yeah. and she's been everywhere. It she's does. been all over social media. I'm sure she's been yeah, on she TV has. and whatever. So she's achieved exactly what she set out to do for the price of an arrest. And you yeah, know, and, and and you know what people. It's not an attack on freedom of speech for someone to get arrested when they're they're doing that uh, protest, you know. They were warned. They 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 kept going. They got arrested, but she she achieved what she wanted, and it wouldn't have mattered how many chances the cop had given her. She was going to keep going until she got arrested. Okay, so uh, let let's let, let's. I'm going to use a bit of nuance in what I'm going to say. No, oh, here so we go. Right. I fully I fully accept and agree that under the law, the right thing probably happened. Right, I fully fully accept and agree that under the law, yeah. that's uh-huh. probably yeah. correct. I don't have to agree with the law, though. No, you and don't. No, but that um, law that law has been around for well since forever, as they say in legal parlance, time immemorial. You know, because it's hmm. basically common law. And with that, John, into yes. the show. I'd like to welcome one and all to this. Spicy episode that started already of Chasing Descent, episode 231, with me, Ben, and Adam. Cheers. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Yo. Got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. Dun, 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 dun. So, John, what's on the agenda for tonight, then? Come on. On the agenda space. tonight, well, we're going to have to speak about Mr. Prigozhin and what's going on in Ukraine, and also what's uh-huh. going on in the States with regard to that, what's going on all over, um, because it's a, probably a bit more complex and a bit more nuanced, as you would say, than, um, than, than it makes out at first glance. Everything um, usually is. We touch on Tucker, not touch Tucker, we'll just touch on him. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'd like to touch Tucker. We need to speak about NATO, uh, James Cleverly, or as I like to call him, by his middle name, Not So. <laughs> not So Cleverly. <laughs> yeah. um, we, we, we will obviously speak about the whitewash, um, which... Abby was at today and got arrested at, or yesterday or whenever it was. Um, We'll talk about Scotland and Hamza. (laughs) 
<laughs> you never talk about him, John. And, and we might actually be breaching a super injunction that we don't know exists at some point. <laughs> we may well be. Um, and, and before we do all of that, ladies and gentlemen, you can become citizens. And that's all I'm going to say for now. Join us Friday. For the launch. For the launch. For the launch. And uh, also hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't. And share the show. Get some people in here. Let's have a laugh. Anyway, John. Yes, Ben. Start us off, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me hard. Give it to me fast. Right. So, uh, <laughs> Mr. Bergosian, okay. Mm-hmm. There's a there's probably there's a couple of extra theories have kind of come to you know the you know the one I came up with was um he's uh, well, this is kind of a, a development of the one I came up with where he's trying to save his and Wagner's and Wagner's skin you know because yeah. because the, the Russians have already started to wind Wagner down they're not really supposed to operate in Russia so that's fine because we're operating I mean, in Ukraine. Um, what is Wagner, John? Right, it's a private military contractor. Okay, right. So it's the same as um, it's the same as our other company that used to be called Blackwater. It's now called something else, isn't it, Adam? Yes, yeah. What's it called? Is it Academy? Academy or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and that's actually got operations ongoing just now. And we're we're going off a little bit on tangent, but people are you see people with um certain flags in their bios going on about how this confirms that Mr. Putin is an international criminal or, and Russia is a terrorist state. But who funds Blackwater? Well, they seem to be working with NATO at the moment. Yeah, and, and where are they well, working? Well, I, 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 but do you know what? To all the people that say Vladimir Putin is an international criminal, mm-hmm. right, this is going to shock and surprise all of you. I agree. Uh-huh. Do you know who else is an international criminal? Joe Biden. Um, Joe Biden. Um, Anthony Tony Blinken. Blair, George W. Mm-hmm. Bush. Tony Blair. Uh, Boris Johnson. Uh, Alistair Campbell. Oh, Alistair Campbell. Yeah, definitely. Um, yep. Yeah, they all are. They all are. They all are. They all are. And it shouldn't surprise any of you that we're saying this, because these people... People that want power should never be able to obtain it because they're usually psychopaths. They're usually absolute nutballs. And we should be able to see this from just history continually repeating itself over and over again. And we don't learn. We don't learn as a species. No, we We don't learn as a society. Of of course we don't. But let's go back to, um, speaking of criminals, let's go back to Prigozhin because Prigozhin is an actual criminal. I mean, he served nine years in jail. Did you know that? Oh, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't shock me. <laughs> yeah, he was in the he was in the jail. What for, was he in for, though? Um, I'm, well, I think it was make? some kind of uh, thuggery and general mafia yep. type <laughs> type work. <laughs> so basically, what he looks such a friendly. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looks what, friendly. What, yeah. what you're trying to tell me is he took his his criminal enterprise and just made it legal. Well, kind of. I mean, let's face it, Progression yeah. doesn't have any military experience, right? So Progression's people live and die on the strength of his commanders. And and, and he yeah. appears that he does have some good commanders, and he has some good men, but he's also got some rubbish men in there. Because, as I was saying, 
other things have come to light. Now, it appears that the attack on um, Bakhmut by Wagner mm-hmm. might not actually have been strictly authorised by the Russian military. Okay. Because apparently the Russian military were going to do Bakhmut. But Prigozhin moved so- his... Prigozhin's men were meant to be rotated out and apparently he moved his men in, right? Mm-hmm. Because he was worried that they were going to start, you know, demilitarizing Wagner. They were going to cut back on them, you know, and he was going to lose his power base. And I mean, let's face it, he does like he likes to be right front and center, doesn't he? Because you've seen that by the rants that he's been carrying on since February, and this might explain why Bakhmut took maybe longer than you would think. But also, does it explain why he lost 20,000 men taking Bakhmut? So apparently, Prigozhin's Wagner group were running at 60% loss. Now, that's that's big. But once mm. again, well, once again, none of this apps actually shocks and surprises me. Now, if we go to... So Prigozhin put out an audio speech, didn't he? About 11, 12 minutes long the other day. Yeah, yeah, he did. And he made some points, and the points he made, um, I'm just going to sort of summarise them here. He said, we got within 200 kilometres of Moscow within Mm. 24 hours, and we took and held every military position along the way methodically with no bloodshed. This is what he said, right? Yeah, okay. He said, this was a demonstration to Putin that if we had been in charge, this would have been over in dates. Right, okay. Um, the, right, so this and my... Right, have you finished or are you going to... You, you, want me to no, attack, no. you want me to answer this point so far? Yeah, I've just got one more point to make though. Right, okay. He, he, also, said, he also said that Alexander Lukashenko uh-huh. reached out to him with this uh, ability to you know, give him some form of asylum, but also promised him that he would create a situation in which Wagner continued to be. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right, so, so yeah, right. I, the, the second one, I'll, I'll give you that I could believe because Lukashenko's probably looking for a, a, a military operation that could boost his own resources. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, and Lukashenko doesn't cut, he doesn't cut around... Um, he doesn't beat around the bush, does he? Um, so I think he'd come straight to the point. Um, I think Wagner Group and Prigozhin were a bit probably teed off that they weren't going to be getting another billion this year or next year or whatever, because you yeah, know, the contracts are ended. Yeah, yeah, the contracts have finished, and and some of these men have been offered positions on the Russian military. With regard to what I saw as a massive virtue signal, the column towards Moscow, right? Yeah. It's all very well, right? But, you know, you're travelling with your standard pack, okay? So these guys are... These these guys don't have a logistics backup because who is it that supplies all their their fuel, their weapons, and, and even their equipment? Who supplies that? Oh, it's the, the Russian, Russian military. military, right? So these yeah. guys are charging towards Moscow with basically what they can carry, right? I don't know what an ours is. 
So we've, we've just we've just got a super chat Ooh. from from Artifacting Reality, Harold, who says, "Hey, hey, guys, it's time to smoke a bowl." Cheers. Anyway, so as I was saying, and it's quite distracting, isn't it? I mean, I'm not putting you off, but it's quite distracting when it comes in. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, so yeah, they got within 200 kilometers, but let's face it. Um, the first the first line of defence apparently was at 120 kilometres, and it was. Thank you for the one pound thirty, Harold. <laughs> one pound. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> you cheap. What currency is ARS? Argentinian peso. I see. Right. Brilliant. So um, yeah, so the first line of defence was 120 kilometres apparently, and they probably wouldn't yeah. get through it because apparently it was high end Spetsnaz type drink. Troops. So, yeah. have you know, heard the breaking news tonight, John? Yeah. What? Um, the commander in chief of the air force, Sir Rovikin, and his deputy have been arrested for treason, according to the Moscow Times. Right. How, They're being held at the Lefortovo detention centre. Right. So, I'm, I'm just wondering if they filed on the column. When they maybe shouldn't Somebody have. did. Yeah, I know. And 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 it's allegedly they brought down some helicopters on a command post. Well he's second in command, isn't he, of the army? Is he? So yeah. I'm I'm just wondering if they I'm just wondering if they fired on the column. Now, apparently the FSB and, and I brought this up I brought this up on Saturday, I think, when you were in operation mode, Ben. When I did the update. Um, I brought this up that the now FSB the FSB had apparently um, rounded up a number of people on Thursday night who were we were led to, and and I can't verify this and and there's only a couple of people saying it I am one of them and I think the other one was was it Tony Schaefer I think um, but uh, we seem to be we seem to be getting the same information that isn't doesn't appear to be getting well known. But apparently the FSB rounded up a couple or, or a few uh, terrorist cells on Thursday night that were supposed to set off bombs and things to make it appear as if Moscow was under attack. Just as I've heard this. Just as Prigozhin was meant to be rolling into Moscow so that the mm. people would go, oh, Wagner's here to save us. So the whole thing, I think the whole thing's been a, a Prigozhin stunt. I, I don't think Putin's involved. Because yeah. Putin, Putin, apparently Putin wouldn't even talk to him when he phoned them. Well, Prigozhin, he said that he never wanted... This was never a coup. He never wanted to overthrow the government. Yeah, he wanted he said the he, he, senior officers. He just wanted it. to show... He wanted to show Putin the power of what they could do over what the Russian army essentially could do. Now, I can only take the man at his word. That's what he's saying. Um, and I will say, Alexander Lukashenko does appear to be quite impressed. It would... It, it would... It would... It would seem, because he seems to have Prigozhin, extended this hand. Yeah, sorry. I, sorry, I was looking I was going to say, cap. he seems to have extended this hand of, we're going to make sure Wagner can continue to work. Yeah, yeah, okay. Wagner's finished. Yeah. I mean, I, I said that. I said that on Friday, I believe. I said it on Saturday. I'm still saying it. Wagner is finished. It's never, it's yeah. never going to operate in Europe again. He, he might he might still get to, to operate a little bit in Africa, but... I think it's finished. Um, I think, and I think Prigozhin is is his his time's marked. You know, I think you could be right. To be honest, um, 
I, I, well, I've said it already, haven't I? Going to Belarus is probably either the gulag or, or the grave, yeah. essentially. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it, Putin just, uh, what's the one thing he's always said? He will never forgive betrayal. And I mean, these guys are meant to be pals. Oh. He was calling them traitors. Yeah, oh, I, I, and he called, He said that they betrayed them. And, he, and then he had that speech, was it yesterday, where he said that the Russian military had... Um, prevented civil war and they've done a great yeah. job and all that so you know john the daily express have put out a headline terrified vladimir putin ramps up security and plots deadly revenge purge over coup oh there'll be a purge there, <laughs> just... will, be, there will be a purge because i think the fsb are, have been on this for some time and i think the problem is that the fsb have have discovered that before before Prigozhin knew that they had. So I think Prigozhin's really just, he'd wandered into a den of his own making because how did those Chechen troops get there so quickly, you know, to Rostov? Because they, they, mm -hmm. they, they only took hours rather than days, you know? So yeah. I think... Um, I need to ask the chat quickly. Is the stream running fine for you? Um because I am seeing issues on my end, and I just want to make sure it's my end and not the entire stream. Um, so just quickly chuck in the chat if it's running all good. Adam, um, how are you? Yeah, it looks fine at my end. Okay. I've got zero dropped frames here. Okay, it just seems to be something wrong here. I've I mean, got, there's nothing wrong with our connection. Yeah, that's um, fine. I've got zero dropped frames. Um, the okay. CPU's running at 1.8%. You know what? I, I want to run off onto a completely different tangent for a minute. Okay. Really? There's still a lot to go on this. Oh, all right, all right. But this anyway, go on. on. No, no, because it is completely off topic. Right. So, okay, well, let's, let's, let's get through this. So, right. <laughs> so, the second theory is that it is a setup, right? And it yeah. was set up by Prigozhin and Putin. And this is, this is a new mm. theory that. I came across today, and it's not maybe one that I subscribe to, but I can see where they're coming from because their theory is that, and and you'll understand that because we will talk about more about this. But their theory is that Ukraine's trying to blow up the nuclear power plant, and this was to divert from that situation. Yeah, um, but I don't think it works to that extent because. Russia hasn't gained. I mean, Russia hasn't gained any ground. Ukraine. Nobody's made any any um, benefit from this this alleged coup because you'd have thought Ukraine would have been right in there, like you know, a Jack Russell down a rabbit hole. But no, no, yeah. they've kind of let this slap. Um, and it's Weren't they told not to though? Well, well, they. I think them? it was uh, was it Lebedev or somebody that. Oh, the, what, the British, the British guy. I, I think so. Yeah. Lord Medvedev, <laughs> or not, not Medvedev, the, the the British guy, the one that was a lord and could turn out I'll to be a Russian it. spy, the one that him and Boris Johnson have been implicated as possibly <laughs> getting paid off by the <laughs> Russians. <laughs> uh, no, it was Lavrov. Oh, Lavrov. Sorry, not Lavrov. Right. Lavrov's a psycho. He said, Lavrov's, um, yeah. According to our information, which I'm inclined to believe, instructions went to Kiev so that the Ukrainians would not use this situation to organise sabotage on Russian territory and other provocations in the near future. Right, okay, well, that, that would be good because 
In fact, let's shall we listen to this clip um, from Senator Lindsey Graham and uh, the Democratic uh, guy Blumenthal. So it's always dangerous when they team up because one's Republican, one's a Democrat, and they're both they're both saying to the singing to the same hymn sheet. You're right, Ben. Yep. I'm going yep. to play it. Right. Let's listen. Uh, thank you for coming. There's a lot of news to cover in Washington, and I appreciate uh, y'all attending this news conference. Uh, we're going to do something different. We're not mad at each other. <laughs> we're not trying to sanction each other. Uh, we're trying to work together on uh, one of the most important issues uh, affecting America's national security, uh, world stability. And as the grievance campaign up here in Washington seems to be unending, Senator Blumenthal and myself have not taken our eyes off a defining moment, um, and that's the war in Ukraine. So we're introducing a resolution today, since the Senate resolution that says that if Russia or Belarus, or a proxy of Russia, explodes a nuclear device inside of Ukraine, to um, stop the counteroffensive or to try to break the will of the Ukrainian people, such an attack should be considered an attack on NATO itself. We're of the belief that a nuclear weapon <coughs> unleashed in Ukraine would irradiate large portions of Europe where we have NATO allies. And why are we doing this? President Biden says threat of Putin using tactical nuclear weapons is real. That's like the 20th story down. So with a sense of urgency, we're urging our colleagues here to get serious about what could happen in Ukraine. Moving the tactical nuclear weapons out of Russia to Belarus was unnerving and I think very provocative. Yeah, and also... What else did they go on to say? They went on, they went on to say that um, if if any nuclear explosion occurred in Ukraine, yeah, they they would consider that an attack on NATO, and they would yeah, and they, would, they would trigger Article Five. Yeah, now you can't trigger Article. Yeah. Well, they're claiming because if he used nuclear weapons in in Ukraine, it would drift over NATO countries. Yeah, so. I mean, and the the problem here is, even if Putin doesn't use nuclear weapons, they just have to say that. Mm. Well, exactly. Well, exactly. And and do you know what? Um, we go back to that idea of the fog of war, which we've been talking about for over a year now. Mm -hmm. um, we don't know what... Just because your mainstream media tells you something does not mean it's necessarily true. Now... I'm not going to be one of these people. When we said this on Monday night, when we were talking with with um, with James Benbridge, I'm not going to be one of these people that tells you that everything that comes out of the BBC, ITV, Sky News is fake. Because it's not. It's not. There's just a lot of stuff that is. Mm -hmm. But it's it's down to us and down to you to try and dig through what is what is real and what is not. And I mean, I want to go back to a point that that James Benbridge made on Monday night, and that is that. When reporting a story, 
he asked the mainstream media colleague because he's you know he works within that space within that sphere and he asked the mainstream media colleague where did you get this where is the source oh we just got it from reuters we just got it from yeah. reuters reuters were disseminating it and we just reported it that's not journalism. That doesn't mean that what they've reported is 100% accurate or true. They haven't done the due diligence. They haven't looked into it. And, and like you said, John, all these people have to do is say it mm -hmm. because we, we don't have... I'm sorry, but we don't have journalists anymore. We don't have people willing to look into situations and ask the hard questions and ask for that gold standard, which is evidence. Yeah. And... They will just say it, and the BBC, ITV, Sky News, you know, CNN, MSDNC, all of these people will just report it as if it is real, and it might not be, and I'm not saying that it isn't, but I'm saying that we're at the point where we have absolutely no faith in the mainstream journalism that we are, we are, we are being given, and... Ben. The BBC have turned into the New York Post, haven't they? I mean, three hours ago, they put out a story that said, puppy gets head stuck in wall. And that was BBC UK breaking news. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I'm just briefly going to go to chat. Um, Harold, no, we've never had a siren for Super Chats, Harold. Never. The, the siren only happens if you make a donation at Kofi, ko-fi.com forward slash chasing descent. That's what sets the siren off. That sets the um, siren off. That's what gets your message read out. That's what gives us more uh, money. That's what we want, want to, you to do. <laughs> if you do want to send us donations on Kofi or you do want to send us donations or super chats or, or, or if on any either platform from Friday you would like to become a citizen, more to come then uh you 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 are free to do that you are free to do that citizenship does not denote freedom citizenship does not denote democracy but you will find out um <laughs> he says oh well yeah uh, you will find out we just need cash i know a lot of people want to send blankets or water just send your cash Andrew Lomax says he's muted BBC on Twitter. And you know what? That's fair enough. You should be able to to consume whatever media, news, whatever yeah. you want to consume. But my advice, and people go, oh, my God, why are you saying this? My advice is to, is to look at all of them. Mm -hmm. is to look at the BBC, is to look at Sky, is to look at Fox, is to look at uh, One American News Network, Tucker on Twitter, um, and independent outlets such as ourselves. Look how they're reporting on situations. Look to see if that reporting is different and come to your own conclusions. Because the more information that you have access to, um, the, the more informed, or at least the more able to be informed you will be. Yeah, um, yeah. So um, that's just my opinion. Yeah, let's, let's move. Shall we move on, shall we? Okay, if we're going to move on, let's, 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 let's go on my little tangents, right? Okay. Because uh, during, uh, you were talking about when I've switched off on Saturday night, yeah. right? And no, this is not me milking it at all. This is Never me making a point. So during my operation on Saturday night, I had to be intubated. So I had to have a tube down the old throat. And in order to do that, within the general anesthetic, they added the drug fentanyl, right? That was the first drug that went in. Uh-huh. 
And all I can tell you, and this is just my experience, is I understand why there's a fentanyl epidemic in the United States. That's not an endorsement. Oh, that is not no, an endorsement. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It was mind-blowing. Right? And I'm not going to say whether or not in a good or a bad way. All I'm going to tell you is that is one powerful, powerful, mm -hmm. powerful drug. And... Wow. Yeah, and, and well, like any drug, if it's misused and, and not... Absolutely. Not appropriately dosed, then it's going to cause problems, and I think it's causing a lot of problems in uh, America right now. I think it's coming yeah. in through Mexico, but I think most of it's coming from China, isn't it? China. Well, believe me, believe me when I tell you, I don't think that this this particular medication should be readily available. Yeah, yeah. I really don't because it, it it's not just it, it's not just used for, for like painkilling and things like that. They they use it when they intubate you to stop your throat from contracting. Yeah. Um, so it's it can cause all sorts of problems. Stops the gag reflex. Yes. Yes, it does. Okay, that, um, enough of that. Let's move on. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I was just making an observation. Uh, so Tucker appears to have caught up with us. Um, and in fact, most of the media seems to have caught up with us because I distinctly remember reporting on this like in April that Zelensky had said there won't be any elections until the war's finished. Yeah. And they're only reporting on it today. Why are they only reporting on it today? Um, I guess they're only reporting on it today because Tucker said it. Yeah. And they're all watching Tucker like a hawk. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, and, and, uh, and Tucker made a good point in his episode when he, when he said that, you know, if Ukraine are fighting for democracy, why are they suspending democracy? Well, uh, exactly. Say, oh, we... Well, you can't go and vote in wartime. Well, can you? Can't well, you? Well, why can know, you? But... but having said that, see when, see when Chamberlain stood down, and, and, and actually I should have checked this out today, but I didn't. But see when Chamberlain stood mm -hmm. down, we didn't have a general election, did we? All the parties just decided that sure. Winston was going to run it. So they just got together so. and said, ah, oh, we'll just let Winston run it. Who was in a different party? I mean, it was a kind of coalition of all the parties. So they all started, they all went together, which is pretty much what they did, you know, like three years ago, because they all said the same thing. There wasn't many dissenting voices, was there? Mm. Didn't really have an opposition anymore, did we? No, I mean, we haven't had an opposition for, like and, you say, at least three years. Yeah. Stands. But, but Zelensky doesn't have an opposition either, because where's his opposition? Are they in jail? Yes, they reported this over a year ago. Yes. Zelensky locked up the opposing party. <laughs> and they're, remember, still languishing in, they're still languishing in jail. Remember, hashtag not a dictator. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag not a dictator. And this is why I absolutely despise every head of state going. Because... Uh, they, they don't have your best interests at heart and they'll say one thing and they'll do another and uh, all they want is that lovely sweet sweet yeah. power so so what, and they'll throw any one of you under the bus to get it yeah what gets me is that the us say they're fighting for democracy right and and they're fighting for our democracy i don't get it in this proxy war in ukraine and i really don't understand because we're still dealing with two of the most corrupt countries in Europe, Russia and Ukraine. Right? So are they trying to tell us that if 
if this war is lost by Ukraine. So I'm just I'm just spitballing here. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, are they trying to tell us that if 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 Ukraine loses this war, then we'll all be speaking Russian? <laughs> well, well, at the very least, it, it would appear that if Ukraine loses this war, we're losing democracy. But how? Because they're fighting for it. And if they lose, we'll lose democracy. Well, <laughs> do you John, not think we're actually John, do you not think we're actually losing democracy as we sit here? <laughs> Literally. I mean not every because, day not because of that. No, I know, but every day there's a new law, there's a new restriction and, and what is it they say? Yeah. You know, the more times you have to ask for permissions, the less free you are. And and how many times you can't even go to your house now without asking for permission to do something. And and think about it, people, when I say that, you don't actually ask someone, but you need permission to drive your car. You know, you need permission to go down this road and not that road. You need permission to leave your car parked somewhere. You need permission to get money out of a of an ATM. You know, so mm-hmm. you've you've got all these things when you've got you you need permission. Your bank's asking you what you're taking the money out for. You know. Oh yeah. And if you say none of your business, sometimes they'll go, well, you're not getting it. And that's that's actually happened to people. Yeah. You're not getting it because we've got to make sure that you're not using that money for bad, evil purposes because we're banks and we're not bad and not evil. And uh, we're not, we, we've not taken your money. We've not skimmed it off the back end and put it in some really bad investment. Well, no, they haven't because actually what they've really done is they haven't, they don't have any money. They just make it up. You know that. Fractional Reserve Banking is just a Ponzi scheme. Anyway, I'd like to say thank you, Twitter. It's been nice. We'll see you later. See you later, Twitter. (laughs) You want to continue watching, come over to the YouTube channel. Bye. Come on, join us. Bye-bye. Join us, join us, join us, join us. Twitter's off. Uh, Okay, so... Uh, Right. Um, Well... (laughs) uh, Briefly, I'll dip into the chat. Yeah, you're 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 hundred percent right, Tony. Um, Ofcom is uh, is not upholding freedom of speech by not allowing RT to broadcast. Ofcom. But yeah, it's like Ofcom. Well, you know what? They're treating it like we might as well be in a war because they're treating it like we're in a war. You know, I mean, that's nothing to do with the UK. Nothing to do with the UK yet. We've spent millions, if not billions, on it. Um, we're suffering because of it. We stupid sanctions in place that we that yep. benefit no one um, except yep. it appears they benefit Russia because they seem to be the only ones that are doing all right on China that are doing okay out of it. Um, so, so we, we appear to be on a war footing, and we've slipped into the single source of truth and and propaganda. And if you don't follow the propaganda and you don't agree with the country, then you're bad. You're a bad person, and you're effectively a fifth columnist. That's what you are. You, you, you. Indeed. I'm surprised that they're not knocking on our doors and saying you're a fifth columnist. We're watching you. You're getting the jail if you keep talking. So I want to take this opportunity to do a little bit of housekeeping and let people know that next Wednesday uh, there will not be a normal episode of Chasing Descent live because 
Uh, we have a guest. We were supposed to have that guest yesterday morning, but due to my circumstances and situation, I thought it best to reschedule. So next Wednesday, here at 8pm live, we will be speaking with the legend, the ex-Sky News Sky Sports presenter, the ex-Southampton footballer, Matt Letizier. Woo! He will be here to join us and, and have a good old conversation and a chin wag. Anyway, John, on with the show. Yeah, on with the show. Oh, don't um, forget to hit the like button. All oh, right, okay, not me. I'm getting on, but I'm not. I'm want, getting John. on, but I'm not Joe Biden. <laughs> Did you see him yeah, reading? You can hit it if you want, John. Did you see him reading the auto cue? <laughs> You have an auto cue? No, did you see? Did you see Joe Biden reading the auto cue? Because you remember yes. the, 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 the end quote: <laughs> "Walk off stage." <laughs> Don't trip. He's brilliant. How does he get away with it? <laughs> Don't trip over the sandbag. I mean, the, the guy's in cognitive decline. It's quite obvious. It's quite yes. obvious to anyone mm. who has got a thinking brain. He's in cognitive decline, and it's getting worse because uh, he's under know, stress. Joe. Well, according to Joe, is it, we're winning or losing the war in Iraq right no, now? No, no, Putin's losing the war in Iraq. That's what he said. Putin's losing, <laughs> Putin's losing the war in Iraq, yeah. Just back in, the, um, back in those days. Right, so... Perhaps he knows something we don't. Yeah, well, um, right. Anyway, moving on. Why is... And speaking of fighting for democracy, why is Gonzalo Lira still in jail in Ukraine? Uh, U.S. citizen Gonzalo Lira, yes. I might add. Yeah, he yes. wrote something no. unflattering about the Ukraine um, government and, and military, yeah. but he got jailed for because it. I, I believe, once again, we're talking about democracy here. I believe uh, about a year and a bit ago, President Zelensky made it illegal uh -huh. to report negative things about Ukraine. But he's not, he's not a Ukrainian, he's an American citizen. Yeah, but he has been living there, hasn't he? Okay, so why is big? Why is the big guy not said, uh, "Yo, yo, uh, uh, Vladimir, why don't you let him out?" Well, I'll tell you why. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. He's, a, he's a dual Chilean and and um, U.S. citizen. So either one of those leaders could have done this, right? <coughs> but. <coughs> let John die quietly there but um, it is it is good optics I guess maybe to have him kept where he is because remember he's saying the bad he's saying the bad and therefore he is the bad and the bad must be punished and once again it's, it's not even about Gonzalo Lira it's about you John it's about you Adam it's about me mm, it's about it other people <clears throat> saying the bad it's saying if you if you make these assertions if you say that the Ukrainian government is the bad then you will be punished because they are fighting for the no, no, I can't but right see see the other thing that I really don't understand about the United States is why are they fighting for democracy when they're not one? No, they're not a direct democracy in no. any sense of the word. They're a constitutional republic. Yeah. So why are they fighting for democracy? You know, but you know why? Because they want to be a democracy. The Democrats want it to be a democracy because the democracy because is easier to win. control. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then they'll always win. 
Indeed. Right, so there's still loads more to cover on this NATO crap. Sorry, Some interesting conspiracy theories about this um, chap that you've just mentioned. Uh-huh. Um, are Zelensky and Hunter Biden bankrolled by the same guy, Ihor Kolomoisky? One of the richest men in Ukraine is a majority shareholder of One Plus One Media Group who produced Zelensky's Servant yeah, of the People. Uh-huh. Yeah. And this is what Gonzalo Lira was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, well, Three. Was, they probably was arrested, are. so... Yeah, yeah because mm. that... Um, Zelensky and most of his production team ended up in positions of government. Yeah. And I will tell you this, right? If Gonzalo Lira did absolutely nothing to hurt, harm, or, or physically attack, or, or incite physical attack upon anybody, then he should not be in a jail cell, right? People, yeah, but, and I see but neither, the should, time, neither should Julian Assange. Mm. No. You're absolutely right. But, you know, there yeah. are so many people that scream, oh, he's not a journalist. He's not a journalist. Uh, that's why he's not a journalist. When we get locked up, they're going to say that as well. Well, but they're not journalists. They're just YouTubers. They're not even influencers because you only got, like, a thousand subs. But the, but the point of the matter is, he was a journalist. Well, he is a journalist, Okay. A, a, a journalist is anybody who decides that they are a journalist and then starts to do journalism. <clears throat> that is a journalist. If you are doing journalism, you are a journalist. And anybody who turns around and says, Oh, but he didn't go to college. What does that matter? What does it matter whether or not you've got a qualification? I argue that the three of us sitting here have done more journalism in the last three years than pretty much anybody sitting in the mainstream media. Mm. You know, because I when think we... citizen, citizen journalists are so important. Well, I think you're right. And do you know what? I, I don't praise Elon Musk all that much, but he makes that very good point as well. Because citizen journalists, especially who go and, let's say, go on the, go on the ground like I used to, and live stream from places and show you exactly what is going on. You can't refute that. That is documentation. That is journalism. That is showing you, showing the world what is happening as it is happening. Okay. Um, and the mainstream media do that sometimes, but they generally only do it for things that suit the narrative that they want to push. Now, people might turn around to me or turn around to us and say, well, you've got an agenda. You want to push a narrative. No, no. I just go and show you things I'm interested in, really. No, I've got an agenda. Um, we just need cash. I know a lot of people want to send blankets or water. <laughs> just send your cash. And if you'd like to become a citizen, find out how on Friday. Mm. Anyhow. Anywho. Anyhow. Right, NATO. NATO wants to remove the veto. So at the moment, any NATO... Any NATO country can veto the inclusion of any country that's um, asked for, you know, applied to join Membership. It. Yeah. Yeah. So any country in, that's already in NATO can veto it. And, and this is what Hungary is doing with Sweden. Because Hungary yeah. doesn't want Sweden in NATO because Sweden is arming the people that Hungary are fighting. Which makes sense, you know, you wouldn't want somebody joining your organisation if they're arming your enemy, I get that. Yeah, so, uh, right. but now um, NATO want to remove the veto, which mm-hmm. then means basically NATO would be run by France and Germany. 
Yeah, NATO would be run by France and Germany, and once again, it would be an unelected body that would essentially have control over the wars of the world. Um, and not only that, not only that, I don't think this is about Sweden and Hungary. I think this is about Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think this is. I, I do. I think this is about the fact that many NATO countries are not stupid, and essentially <laughs> letting NATO, no, letting Ukraine join NATO, in the eyes of Vladimir Putin and his much more hardline generals, uh, will be seen as some kind of declaration of war. Yeah, yeah. It will. It will. No, I, I, if, I, and I if you look at what... If you look at what NAFO are saying, uh, we cannot allow a regime that is undermining NATO, I assume they, they mean Hungary, and the EU, pro-Russia, and backsliding on democracy to hold a veto. So they're talking about Hungary there, saying that Hungary is a risk. Yeah. Yeah, I, and you know what? You know who's ultimately behind all this? United States of America, right? Because they mm-hmm. want us to go to war. And, yeah, and you know, and you know I, what? I'm, I'm, I'm the, just... The thing is, it's fine for them. They're sitting 5,000 miles away. It says on our doorstep. And we're poking around a bear that's got the ability to crush us all because we've run out of ammunition. We're not on a war footing. We don't have the capability of ramping up our production to the levels that we'd need to if we actually went to war. Mm-hmm. This would be crazy. And, and let's face it, America... For all its for all its fighting that it's done over the 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 seventy odd years since World War Two has never faced a quality opponent. Now you can you can say your equipment's as good as you like, but until it's been tested on the battlefield against a quality opponent, and your Bradleys are not coming off well at the moment, right? Because they're burning like barbecues. But um, mm-hmm. and, until it's been tested against a quality opponent, you cannot say that it's top-notch kit. And the problem I think you've got is you're now fighting against, or you would be fighting against a country that's becoming battle-hardened. Yeah. When was the last um, time America had a proper fight? And if you spoil for this one, you're going to bite off more than you can chew. Do you know what? And once again, regardless of what you just said, your first point is the one that matters most. They're five thousand miles away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know they are they are relatively safe in the grand scheme of things. No, it's like it's, it's like they're crazy because what was it? Pelosi goes on and well, Pelosi's still banging on about it, but they're they're banging on about it. we've got to say we'll we'll arm Taiwan, we'll arm Taiwan against China. I mean, Blinken just back from it, and and he's insulting them before he's even off the plane. But he goes, you know, we'll arm China, China, uh, but we'll arm Taiwan. We've got to stand against China because Taiwan is critical to our democracy and to our security. How? And to our security. Now, now the nearest the nearest U.S. territory. To, to Taiwan is four and a half thousand miles away in Hawaii. <laughs> well, I can only think. I can only think it's critical to their security because they got a lot of chips from there. <laughs> That's more That's like I can it. Think. Well, Taiwan, I think, currently produces about sixty or just over fifty percent of the world's chips, and I don't mean the mm-hmm. kind you eat or deep fry. So uh, yeah. the rest are made in what South Korea and. 
Japan. America's got very low. And the United low. States want to start production. Yeah, but it's like everything. If you listen to Trump, you know, four years ago, you'd have had the production running by now, but no. You're still scrabbling about trying to make trying to make um, weapons. And and you're spending billions on a guy who's throwing starships into space and is going to need 16 of them just to get to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that one takes the biscuit. I mean I, I couldn't believe it when I read it and worked it out. And and you know, it's right enough. It's between four and sixteen launches just to get just to get the lander to the moon for this new land moon landing mission. Whoa. Well, you know you know what? It I, I, I just don't care. What I care about in the grand scheme of things is the fact that the United States are poking a bear. Mm-hmm. The bear that they are poking could ultimately get my children killed. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm absolutely sick to shit of it. And if you think I'm gonna I'm gonna join some draft to go to some pointless war to get myself killed, you've got another thing coming. It's not happening. Well and that's the that's not that's the last thing about right. Let's let's finish with Ukraine because it's rather, it's rather taking up. That's an hour we'll spend in this bloody place. So I know the last thing is um, Zelensky's called up every able-bodied man in Ukraine over the age of eighteen. Every able, every able-bodied male in over Ukraine over, over the age of eighteen. Um, mm. So that's um, that, that. This is the last gasp. But it must be, mustn't it? It's got to be. It's got to be. Though. I mean, that, that's and they've all been told to report for fighting within ten days to the local recruitment area. If they do not report within yeah. ten days, um, they they are encouraging their neighbours, their employers, their you know their, their their professors if they're students or whatever to report them. Yeah, and uh, I don't agree with it. Imagine being in that situation. Yeah, well, I just, I, I just, I don't agree with it. How many people left Ukraine straight away when they when they started fighting? Mm. Well, you say left. A lot of them got stopped at the border and turned back, didn't well, they? Well, they tried to leave. I mean, Russia let the Russia just let the people go because Russia's yeah. like, well, if they don't want to fight, what's the point in putting them out there? Because they're not going to be any use, you know. So well, they, exactly. so they let them go, and they still got yeah. plenty that are right there fighting for them. Well, yeah. When you see the horrible videos coming out of uh, Ukraine and Russia as well, jeez, that one we watched yesterday. That one yesterday is horrific. Mm. I won't describe it because obviously, no, but it's not something. um, If you've seen it, you know what we're talking about. Can we move on now to pastures more green? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're actually we're we're not in Ukraine anymore. We're back in the UK, but. We're having a dig at Putin okay. because not so, and, and he was on the pre-roll, or as I like to call him, not so. I think his middle name is James. Is not so. So James not so cleverly. Um, yep, has said that Russia tried to assassinate President Ramposa of South Africa because while he was visiting Kiev, Russia Kiev? bombed it. Kiev. Oh my uh, God! So he's trying. He. he <laughs> He's trying to claim that Russia was was rude <laughs> and is not and is not their friend. Putin! 
Hello there, ladies and gentlemen of Parliament. As you know, you all know me. My name is James Cleverly, and uh, Not so... I would just like to <laughs> let you know that two plus two equals seventeen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's anyway. basically you... what that is. <clears throat> James Cleverly was was in charge of well, Cobra meetings while while Rishi Sunak was out contacting world leaders. That was a while ago. That was in June. But even better. That's terrifying. Even better as it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Kiev was not bombed while President Ramposa was there. <laughs> no, but you've got to remember, you've got to remember, James Cleverly is a very simple man. <laughs> yeah, and, I think so. <laughs> and like I said, 2 plus 2 equals 17 to him. It seems like his mathematical ability may be worse than Diane Abbott's. Oh, well, speaking about um, ability, acting ability or, or whatever, um, Matt Hancock's been giving a performance, hasn't he? Oh, my <laughs> word. Oh, my word. I'm so sorry that we didn't do these, these draconian, completely pointless, anti-scientific measures sooner, and I hope that if there's another one, we'll do it harder, and, and we'll do it faster. It, it's all because of me, because we didn't fucking... Shut up, Matt. Disappear into obscurity with your billionaire I girlfriend. I don't know what he's right? trying to prove. You absolute... Yeah, oh, you can't see it. But the inquiry, of oxygen. The inquiry of oxygen. were quite on side with him, weren't they? They liked what he was saying, it seemed. Of course of they course, did, well, the right, inquiry's because... a bloody whitewash. Yeah, it's not an inquiry, is it? It's a rubber stamping exercise. At what point? So I've seen many clips of the inquiry so far, right? And at mm. what point have they asked the question, you want any evidence any of this was uh, <laughs> effective no. or necessary? Well, why, why, why would you want evidence? I'm a British man. We'll take the rod for it. We'll take the rod for it. They wouldn't possibly lie to us. They're not savages, you know. God. <laughs> so this inquiry is a joke. Yeah, it's a rubber stamping exercise, and it's a massive waste of time, money, and all it's going to do is inflame people. Hopefully, because um, if anything like this does occur again, then I think we need a very, very different response. And I think that well, I agree to that, I... that very different response needs to come from everyone. Yeah, I agree. Um, you, you, you as a population need to realise that the government doesn't have to do your thinking for you. Mm -hmm. You can make your own personal minute-to-minute, day-to-day risk assessment. You can make your own choices. You can make your own decisions. And you can decide whether or not you want to be in a place. And this is something I champion from day one, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't want to be somewhere because you're scared, right? Okay. Don't be there. Don't tell everybody else they can't be there. Because you've already said you don't want to be there. Yeah. So if you don't want to be there, why is it any of your business whether or not anybody else is there? They've made their own choice. Oh, well, that's it. When it came to the passports, remember the passports? They were going, I want to be in there because I've I done want, what I've been told. I want to go watch your football. I don't want anybody else in there. I want to watch your football. Hmm. Hmm. I need my passport. Um, I want to watch your football. I want to I go on holiday. Passport. I want to go on holiday for two weeks in the heat. Need my QR code. <laughs> anyway. QR code. Right, moving on, moving on. The Scotland is... I, I'm not quite sure, and I, I don't mean to offend anyone who's Irish, okay? 
Um, because you wouldn't defend us, John. <laughs> because you what, don't defend us, what, Irish. What I'm seeing coming out of Ireland at the moment isn't really filling me with confidence, or or it doesn't strike me as like a well-off country. But anyway, right. Um, Scotland, the the nationalists have said that, that Scotland should be as rich as Ireland. <laughs> It's not setting their standards pretty low, I think. I was going to say, which part of Ireland? Oh, Southern Ireland. (laughs) Not the north. Okay. The north's not Ireland. The north's Britain. Well, it's not Britain. It's the UK. We made all of our money from the potatoes. We made all of our money from the potatoes. (laughs) Potatoes. Potatoes. I I want the potatoes. the Tato brand of crisps is so damn popular over there, they own a theme park. <laughs> yeah. It's called Tato Park. <laughs> I am I am being completed. They built a brand new multi-million pound wooden roller coaster at Tato Park just a couple years ago. So so speaking of Scotland and wasting money, um <clears throat> Hamza Hamza went. He's gone. He's gone. He's, he, he, he went to the U, to, to the EU. So so basically, the headline I read today was Mayor of UK Region meets Mayor of Belgian Region. And they yeah. they came to a memorandum, memorandum of understanding. <laughs> so he met, he met a Belgian or in Flanders or maybe the guy's Flemish, yeah. right? But he's the the country's Belgium. So he met the um, the the guy who's in charge of the Flemish part, which is basically like a region, um, mm-hmm. who's called Jean Jambon. <laughs> Jambon. That's a name. Jambon. That's a made-up name. Well, Flemish, Flemish. See, the Belgians are weird because they speak all different languages. Because they speak French, Belgium. And German and Flemish. So, but jambon, jambon means ham and and it does, French. It's French, yeah. yeah. Jambon, yeah. yeah. So, who knows? John Ham. So, anyway, yeah. The, John uh, Ham, an act- so, actor. Isn't there an actor called John Ham? Yeah, I think there is. But basically, two males sat down and said, oh, um, we'll, we'll trade with each other if you actually get into Europe. Who cares? Yeah, but the thing is, Who's, who's, who's paying for this? But once again, we are. so, so old, old Himza, he's he's gone off to the European Union and uh, he, oh, I want to join Europe. Aye, we want to be independent, but told what to do. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. um, he's gone up there. I'd like to negotiate. And they've just gone, oh, oh, no. No. <laughs> just get Nicola no. to pop her head out. No. Eh, no. Nine. Because right. he's already been told. He's been told by the EU. We will not negotiate with you. You are not approved by the UK government. Because because you are a mayor. You are essentially yeah, a mayor, Hunter. Yeah, basically. So, yeah. um, so, do you remember the girl that got the peerage in Johnson's New Year's Honours list? Yeah, for absolutely no reason. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. As, as she, his daughter... Well, that's that's the million dollar question, isn't it, John? Well, who knows? Some people saying there might be a super junction, super injunction out, and that's why the press can't talk about it. 
when you really you, some of the press like radio 4 i believe have spoken about it have they so, have they said that she could be his daughter i don't know if they said that <laughs> but you, you know well, we don't know no we don't know and and we and I, I would say that, that because this is being broadcast from Scotland, we're not subject to any super injunction anyway. Absolutely. Um, They've taken some really bad photos of her and, and made out that she does look like him because he looks a bit look weird. She does look like him. She does look a bit like him. <laughs> she does. She does look like him. She does. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. it's not just a blonde hair. Yeah, so there is a girl in the, in, in the honours list, in Boris's honours list, that seemingly Charlotte. has absolutely no reason to give, be there. Charlotte Owens. And uh, people are suggesting that she is the daughter of one Alexander Boris D. Feffel Johnson. Well, he, he probably has quite a few progeny spread out uh, among... I mean, for some reason, women seem to like him. I've got to say, he is one ugly, ugly mother. But <laughs> at the end of the day, he seems to put it about, doesn't he? Yeah. He's, he sure does. Hey, c come on then, baby. It's me, Boris. I'm over here. It's like, Jesus Christ. I mean, he has affairs all of the time. The man likes an affair. Mm -hmm. What do these women see in this man? Oh, what do they see in Matt Hancock? I know. <laughs> I mean, do you remember? Do you remember when he, that, that reporter was standing in, I think it was in a bus station or something, she was interviewing him, and he was like, he was so creepy. It's like, it's like mm. he'd never seen a woman. Yeah, you could imagine yeah. him playing the part of forty-year-old virgin. Yeah, and you, what was you, he like? You, you see that whole Gina thing when he was on video? That just looked—it looked like the clum clumsy fumbling you'd expect to find behind the cars on a multi-story car park when someone's yes, eighteen. It, it was quite yeah. disturbing, you know. It, it, it was, and the thing is, once again, I. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say what I was thinking. I'm not gonna say it. Okay. Because it'll probably get us demonetized. <laughs> what I'm gonna say is, what did she see in him? I know. I know. What did he? Oh, Matthew, it's your. All I'm thinking, right, is Matt Hancock must be well endowed. Yeah, I know. I know where you're going. Yeah. But he must be well endowed because it certainly isn't his, his roguish good looks. <laughs> or his sparkling wit and personality. Yes. <laughs> Definitely not those things. Right. Shall we move on? Um, I, I think we should. The US admits that the Iraqi invasion was based on a lie. But, and this is where, this is probably where Alistair Campbell and Tony Blair are getting their, their, um, they're, they're off switch from as well but it wasn't a war crime right so right, even though it was yeah but it wasn't a war crime because and this is John Kenny he comes out with because George Bush was never charged <laughs> I mean you know, you know what? So, so hold on by that token right if someone's murdered and no one ever gets charged for it. That person wasn't murdered. That's that's the no, same they, line. That's the same line of thinking, isn't it? No, I guess it was just Voldemort with his spells. Yeah. <laughs> it was an accident. Yeah. We accidentally. Yeah, yeah, how many people did they kill in that highway of death? And and the thing is, the thing that got me is, 
they were slagging Russia for doing something about shooting at people that were retreating, right? But uh-huh. they they wiped out an entire army that was retreating by sealing yeah. the road at both ends so they couldn't yeah. get off it and then systematically destroyed the whole thing. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, if you want to look up, if you want to see some harrowing pictures, people go and look up Highway of Death. Not safe for work. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna go any further into that. Yeah. But yes, do that. Um, well, if you if you've got the stomach for it. So, um, speaking of uh, having the stomach, why have we found malaria in Florida? Well. Uh, Climate change. Look, it seems from reports that I have seen, and I can't actually verify this as 100% true, so I'm just going to tell you what I have seen reported, is that our friend, you know, the world's most famous doctor, William S. Gates, um, not a hashtag not a doctor, but the world's most famous doctor, has been doing, through one of his companies, some experiments on mosquitoes uh-huh. and releasing them into populations. Texas and Florida, I believe, he's released uh, mosquitoes. But they're meant to be beneficial ones, aren't they? And I'm not going to say these two things are related, because once again, I'm hashtag not a doctor, but no, I'm just I, saying I heard that illegal Im- I heard the illegal immigrants brought it in. <laughs> malaria. <laughs> And mosquitoes <laughs> someone's, usually go hand in hand. Yeah, someone said illegal immigrants brought it in, and once the virus is in you, it never leaves. Well, one, it's not it's a virus. <laughs> probably because Florida's getting warmer now. Florida's so never that, been that cold. Be <laughs> I tell you what, I, I remember once I, I went to I went to Orlando over over um, the millennium. <laughs> So we f- we flew in on Christmas Eve, and we were there Christmas Day and over the millennium, right? Yeah. Um, and it was Christmas Day. We were at Universal Studios Florida, Christmas Day, and I was in shorts and t-shirt. Yeah. I was in shorts yeah. and t-shirt on yeah, Christmas f- bloody day. Yeah, but you got like it, you say, John. Florida's pretty far down. You know, I mean, people 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 go to Florida, right, and think, oh, well, I go to Spain every year. I can take this. Florida's way further south than Spain is. You know, Rome... Oh, yeah. Rome is on the same latitude as New York. And Florida's another thousand miles further down. Right? So the sun is much, much stronger in Florida. So, anyway. um, We're getting towards the end. I've got some information. Go on, go on. About these malaria outbreaks. Since 1992, there was only 11 outbreaks of malaria originating in mosquitoes native to the U.S., that have been reported. The last known outbreak was in 2003 in Palm Beach County, Florida, when eight cases were recorded. It's possible that outbreaks of US-born malaria will become more common as a result of the climate crisis. Climate change! Oh, That's climate the independent. Baby! climate change. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing to do with Bell. It's all climate change. Right, um, two items left. Two items left. Climate change. Well, I'm not quite sure why, but apparently 16.5 million Americans are at risk of stroke or heart attack because they are exercising too hard. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see 
<laughs> and and let's pray. Look over there. Let's pray. The science. The next item is about the science. The science. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's join us and let's all get together. Let us pray. The science. The science. Right. So, um, Harvard behavioral scientist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Studying honesty mm -hmm. has been accused of fabricating her data. That's just a classic, isn't that? Testify! Well, actually, and, and this has got a bit of a serious point because when you actually start digging into people's scientific papers, you find that many of them don't actually, aren't actually backed up by the data that they've put in the paper. All the data has been manipulated to, to agree with their findings when it doesn't really support it. Mainstream science is all done via grants and funding yep. by big corporations, big pharma, things like that. And for the most part, in my opinion, they are told the outcome that they want to achieve. And so it's not about yeah. finding what the outcome would be. It is about making a way to the outcome that the funding is for. Now, in my opinion... That's not science, but, you know, does my opinion count or matter? Who knows? No, because you're then not qualified this, to have an opinion. This makes a mockery of peer review, though, doesn't it? Peer, well, peer right, hold on. Self is a mockery. Peer, what is peer review? <laughs> peer review is your getting pals. Getting your mates to look at it. Is your, is, is getting your mate, yeah, getting your mates to look at it and going, yeah, that, that sounds all right. That's peer review. What we're doing here is How peer review. Yeah, how can peer review be a gold standard? How can it be a it gold be. standard? It when, it, when it is literally, as you said, John, it's getting your mates to take a look, and if they're your mates, they'll probably go, yeah, it seems all right. If they're not so, your mates, or they are against the the thing or the agenda or the outcome that you think you've got, got to, they'll go, no, that's bollocks. Yeah. This professor was honoured as one of the top 40 business professors mm -hmm. and has notched numerous awards. Mm-hmm. And she's now on paid leave. <laughs> yeah, because she's been caught cheating. <laughs> well, not only once. This was throughout her career, by the looks of it. She's yeah. authored 135 <laughs> articles, and a lot of them look like they're fraudulent. <laughs> they all are. When you actually dig into scientific papers and things, most of them... I mean, look at that clown Hotez, the one that looks like a Jack Russell, right? This, this guy who who's... Who everybody have, who who is whose mates have jumped to defend them, right? I mean, this this guy, I'll I'll guarantee some of his articles are very very dodgy, very dodgy. Mm. Right, yeah. with that, oh Ben's Ben's attacking something. Have you got a spider, Ben? Oh, oh the tongue's out. He's dead. Oh, he's killed it. <laughs> Death on this. He's dead. Yeah, you like to do that on a live stream? Is that not cruelty? Don't stretch, Ben. If you stretch, you know what will happen. Spiders are aliens, mate. <laughs> Octopi. <laughs> Octopi are aliens. Right, okay. Anybody again, Nils? Um, I've got, I've got an interesting little little tidbit. Going back to what we were talking about earlier on. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
I've just, I just got a little bit of trivia for you, John. And you might know this, you might not know this. You can both uh, see if you do. We were talking about the idea of, right at the beginning of the show, the watershed and, um, let's say, 12A movies allowing an F-bomb and things like that. Now, 12A used to be 12 and it used to be a dead, you cannot go to see this film unless you are age 12 or over, regardless of parental consent. And then that changed in the early 2000s. Do you know why? No. Adam? Do we, do we still have no, a PG? Well, what is the rating system? So we have U, Universal, yeah. PG, Parental Guidance, mm-hmm. 12A, 15 and 18. Did we always have a 12? Eight. I, th- I don't remember. No, 12, 12 was fairly new. Yeah, I don't remember I mean, 12. We... So there was 12, and then 12 became 12A. Yeah, but I don't remember 12 at all. I, it used to be PG and then 15, then 18. Well, there's PG 13 as well, isn't there now? What? Uh, PG 13's in the United States. <laughs> Is it? Okay. And it's always been the case. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so the tell re- me about the it. Reason, tell me about it. So the reason, the reason 12A exists, and by the way, <sighs> anybody can go to a 12A. As long as they've got parental consent or parental... So you can take a two-year-old to a 12A. It's because the movie Spider-Man came out in the early 2000s. And it was a 12. And a bunch of angry parents on mum's neck kicked off. And the British Board of Film Classification had to change the rating system. So they caved. And this... They caved. And this is a bit of a, an allegory, I would say. Um, no, there's not a 12 and a 12A. 12's gone. Everything that is a 12 would now be a 12A. So this is a bit of an allegory to the fact that if enough of you make enough noise against the rule, the rule changes. And the rule can change. Because they're going to try and lock you down again if Matt Hancock is to believe, be believed. They're going to try to do it to you again at any given opportunity or any given time, when they deem fit. It's entirely up to you how you decide to deal with that. Indeed it is. And... I've got one more for the end of the show. Go on. Um, Bit the, of funny. The, well, it is quite amusing. The, the water company, Thames Water, is being nationalised. By, um, by Hamza. they paid 72 billion in dividends Uh, they borrowed 53 billion to pay those 72 billion Uh, interest rates have now spiked what could possibly go wrong with Thames Water oh my god so So they borrowed borrowed 52 billion to pay out 72 billion in dividends Mm. and and the place is leaking like a seven they've probably got a hosepipe ban in action already yeah, well, they have in the southeast, haven't they? It's a joke. So, any, anything in the chat that's of caught your interest? Well, uh, so so Harold asks, what did they? Uh, what was in the Spider-Man movie they wanted kids to see? Fucking Spider-Man! Dun 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 dun. He's a kid's character, isn't he? Yeah, all of these superheroes are, really. They're kids' comic books. And all the kids wanted to go, <gasps> Spider-Man, Spider-Man! They see my all the trailers God. on the TV, and then they're told they can't go. My God, there are grown men currently in their basements throwing things at the screen saying, they're not comic books! They're adult <laughs> <laughs> novellas or whatever. They go. What do they call them these days? 
Yeah, graphic uh, novels. Graphic oh. novels. That's a, yeah, yeah. Graphic, graphic novels. Novel. Yeah, I've got a graphic novel for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> They're comic books. The comics. I don't care. Comics. Comics. As, as an but as an adult in my thirties, I quite enjoy a comic book every now and again, yeah, and I'm not ashamed to say. Maybe you would. Right, anyway, with that, it's good night from from the Deviant below me, it's good night from Adam, and it's good night from me. Thank you for attending us, episode 231 of Chasing Descent Live. And you know what? It's been great for you. Because I don't give a fuck what you say. I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Yo, I got a lot of shit to say So I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things Until I'm fucking buried in my grave Six feet deep Wonder but my body won't decay Cause my messages are timeless So they'll put them on display Oh yeah, I rap with a certainty I have a sense of urgency A message for eternity For everyone internally I had some people burning me But now they fucking learn to see I ain't the one to fuck with Now they looking nervously And I don't really care what you think of me respectfully you can kick rocks if you think you're fucking better see i will outwork you turn you to an enemy hurt you so bad that you're gonna need some therapy i got the motherfucking recipe i've been cooking up hits i'ma leave a legacy you'll be looking small when you're standing right next to me i'm five ten bitch but i'm ten feet i don't give a fuck what you say yeah i'ma do shit my way so you can go kick rocks i'ma stack bricks up build what i want to make I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Yeah, I'ma do it my way Coming out with a statement You really changed, man All your music and arrangement You don't know shit Shut your mouth You can save it I'm the same dude That got his come up From the basement A hundred songs A hundred weeks Didn't change it Experiments, development Intelligence and patience I'll do it all again Cause I never feel complacent Let's keep the good vibes Positivity's contagious I'm never looking back Cause I made a life that's passionate A college graduate Suppressing all his talents Yeah, he found a way to go And change Become an advocate For taking control of your life Go out and battle And you think you have a dream then act on it, get after it, get out your head and fucking capture it, you got one life to master it, don't give up on your future, we all start losers, we're all late bloomers, gotta Cause settle through the floor. what you say, yeah, I'ma do shit my way, so you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make, cause I don't give a fuck what you say, yeah, I'ma do shit my way, so you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build